This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. In part two of my interview with Gian Cotadad, he breaks down the tenets of the Baha'i faith, which he follows. And he also talks about the arc of the soul and what our purpose is as human beings, which is to serve one another. We recently had lunch and we were talking about his faith, of course, and the Baha'u'llah and the writings of the Baha'u'llah. And I asked him to send me some of them. And among the writings that he sent me was a letter from Abdul Baha's grandson, Shoghi Effendi, who wrote in 1938 about America's racism. It's a powerful thing. And I'm going to read just one paragraph. Shoghi Effendi wrote, as to racial prejudice, the corrosion of which for well nigh a century has bitten into the fabric and attacked the whole social structure of American society. It should be regarded as constituting the most vital and challenging issue confronting the Baha'i community at the present stage of its evolution. The ceaseless exertion which this issue of paramount importance calls for, the sacrifices it must impose, the care and vigilance it demands, the moral courage and fortitude it requires, the tact and sympathy it necessitates, invest this problem, which the American believers are still far from having satisfactorily resolved, with an urgency and importance that cannot be overestimated. This man was charging his whole entire community to take up the mantle of racism and eradicate it. One man. I'm asking everybody listening to my voice, those of you who are of the global majority, those of you who are among the oppressed in this country around the issues of race and racism, keep fighting vigilantly, but more importantly, stay focused on your personal, individual, and community goals, because no matter what happens, we have to stand strong in that. And if you happen to not be from the global majority, and you happen to be among the oppressive class, it is important that you challenge and fight and battle those brethren among you who are instituting racism every way that you see it. If you don't speak out, it will definitely be the end of America and probably humanity. And that's really what was at the crux of the writing of the Baha'u'llah and Shoghi Effendi. Coming up next, part two of my interview with Jian Kodadad. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoy. All right. So God is God. You pray. I pray. Um, Apparently, you know, even though the physical body is going to go away, you put some attention into yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love to run. I like to work out. I think it's because I've got all this energy in me. And so it, I just... Do you just... drink? Do you smoke? Like, are they... So, so, yeah, so there are people that have these checklists of things that make them Christian, Jewish, Muslim, you know, and I can't do this and I can't do this and I can't do this and here are the rules. Are there like 10 commandments in the Baha'i faith? Sure. I mean, the Baha'i faith has laws, right? And we do our best to abide by those laws. We're not perfect. Right. And I think what's important is the effort. So Baha'is don't drink. Right. Now, there might be Baha'is that struggle with that. And that's cool because it's not a punitive faith. Hey, this is Karen Hunt. And I remember the first time I tried HelloFresh, it was a chili satan. I was doing something vegetarian. I had never heard of satan before, but it was delicious. And it looked just like chili, but it was vegetables. Right. And now I'm doing even more vegetables because I love to eat healthy and I also love to cook. And HelloFresh makes both of those things really easy. So you can sign up right now at HelloFresh.com slash KH80. That's my code, KH80, and you get $80 off your first four boxes or $20 off each of your first four boxes at HelloFresh.com, KH80. And what are they cooking now? Oh, they have heirloom tomato flatbreads with pesto, fresh mozzarella, and balsamic greens. And what's really cool, step-by-step instructions, pre-measured ingredients, fresh ingredients, comes right to your door. 
You don't have to worry about the supermarket and standing in line right in your door. So you spend less time planning and grocery shopping, more time doing the things you love. And all of these meals come together in about 30 minutes or less. They even have family plans. There's something for everyone. Classic meals, veggie meals, family dinners, all of that at HelloFresh.com slash KH80. Sign up today. It's delicious. I love it. You'll love it, too. Let me know what you think. It is that we recognize that if our purpose here is to develop ourselves, and our spiritual qualities, then what are the protections so we don't end up, one, distracted or entrapped kind of in the mesh of this world? Backbiting, right? We shouldn't backbite. That's a, that's a law? That's a law. Hey, can you believe it? Yeah. I love that law. It's like we should not. And you know how many times, even like in, sometimes in, the, in our, the different environments that we're in, backbiting is so prevalent and I keep trying to- It's say, foundational yeah, in America. Yeah. It's part of the fabric of this flag. You know, exactly. it's like we, 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 we are dis- duplicitous- you know, in business. Yeah. Matter of fact, you're praised, you know, when you're duplicitous in business, That's which right. is why, you know, it's like, let's do a different model. Why are we, why are we trying to follow a model that doesn't work? As yeah. you just said, the construct doesn't work. And it's not uplifting to us because, you know, it's interesting if you're in an office and you see somebody who does the right thing, who doesn't speak negatively about somebody, but looks at their positive qualities. It's like a light. Everybody recognizes it. Because right? it's so rare. It's so rare. Right. All right. Um, well, so no, no drinking, no backbiting. What yeah, else can yeah. you I mean, do? It's, it's, it, it's, is it ten? Is there a rule book? Where do there, we go I mean, to there find is, this? I mean, there is. There are laws, right? You know, um, and you know, the institution of marriage, right, is very, very important. So you know, and the fact that you're creating a fortress of well-being. So um, marriage between... is a fortress of well-being. Exactly. And I, I and I, I can't wait one day until I do get married. You know, um, and there are there are other practices, right? We don't take drugs unless, you know, the doctor prescribes it because there's also balance there too. There's, right. We fast. So you're not like Jehovah's Witnesses that won't take any drugs no matter what. It's in, it's, in their it's, laws, right? There's a, but there's also a balance with science because the harmony of religion and science is very important, right? So Baha'u'llah talks about you go to an able physician and you follow what the able physician says, right? But and, and also we fast, right? So we, for a period similar to the time of Lent from- Or uh, Ramadan. Exactly. From sunrise to sunset um, between the periods of March 2nd to March 20th. Is that a solstice? It is. Well, it is the right, if it's right before the first day of spring. Um, and the first day of spring is the first day in the Baha'i calendar. It's the new year because it's the idea. It's more symbolic about the new regeneration right. of life. I love that. Birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you be a Christian Baha'i? Well, I guess the question, if I turn back, can you be a Jewish Christian, right? In that as Christians, you embrace Moses, but you recognize that the laws of Christ are relevant for your life today. Right. So Baha'is believe that all of these religions, they come in the same spirit, right? But Baha'u'llah claims that for this period of time, that his teachings and laws represent the guidance of humanity for now. But he says in the future, there'll be other religions that come because humanity will not stop progressing. Is there um, where we are right now? Like, I, I feel that we're heading the way of Rome. I've been feeling this for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like this, so much nasty bitterness and yeah. anger and ugliness. And it's, you know, every day it becomes like, I want to turn it off. You know, unfortunately, I do a talk show every day where you can't just turn it off. You can't just ignore it. You know, I want to escape into, you know, cartoon land. Oh, totally. Yeah, (laughs) and fun things. And and, but it's 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 hard to do that as well. So what what advice do you have 
for for folk um just take taking a piece from what you believe every day yeah so i mean i think one thing we focused on is the power of the word of god in our own personal transformation but that's not enough it has to also have a component of action and service to others we each need to make an effort to be kind to another person, to work to better humankind, to be of service, because that's where the power of the Word of God becomes alive. It can't just be contained in personal transformation. It must also be coupled with service to others. Mm. And I think sometimes when I am like, it's like you get a headache from all of what you're, what you're being bombarded with. And then you take a step back and you reflect and then when you act and try to be of service to others, then you realize that is your small, maybe we think it's small, but it's actually much more profound in the ripples that it creates in how we can better humanity. 